I love Christmas, don't you? And uh, I love everything about it. Well, almost everything about it. But uh, there are some things that are so commercial that I have to just back up. But most of it I really, really like. But you know what's sad to me about Christmas is simply this, is that Christmas is only a part of the story. And so I want to talk to you about that. I love the part of the story that Christmas represents, the fact that Jesus emptied himself of the right to be regarded as God. Think about that. Let that soak in. And then he took on the form of a human servant and came. He was born in absolute poverty and lived his life in a very sinless way, perfect way. And then he went to the cross and he died. And he was executed as a criminal. And his, his crime wasn't something he had committed. They had trumped up charges against Jesus. But the reality is, is that his crime was the crime that you and I committed. He died on that, cro- that rugged cross because you, my friend, are a rebel and need a, need a, needing redemption in your life. And that part of the story of Christmas is beautiful. And, and as Jack talked about, that's not the only part of it. He then was crucified, was, was raised from the dead. And that is amazing for you and I, that you and I have hope because there is a resurrection, a resurrection power for every single one of us. But again, that's just part of the story. So he spends about 40 days or so ministering to his disciples, and he, he uh, tells them things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and then he ascends into heaven, and the angels say, listen, to the disciples that are around, they said, listen, the same way you saw him leave, he's coming back. And actually, there's more promises about his second coming than there are his first coming. It is a beautiful, beautiful story. And so today, we wait for that king, that king of kings and lord of lords. So if you're a believer in Christ, what you're doing right now, hopefully what you're doing right now, is you're anticipating, you're waiting, you're looking for, you're longing for the coming of Jesus Christ. And when he comes, he's not coming like he came the first time. He's not coming riding on a donkey. He's coming riding on a stallion. And he is going to make war on this planet. And he is going to conquer it, and he is going to establish his reign, and he'll be coronated as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he'll reign on this planet for a thousand years, and that's what we all look for. That's what we long for. That's the second part of the Christmas story that is rarely told uh, around the Christmas season. And so as we wait, uh, I hope that you anticipate, just like you anticipate that Christmas morning, I hope that in your life you're anticipating that time when Jesus Christ is coronated, crowned, King of kings and Lord of lords. That is going to be a beautiful day. That's going to be an amazing day for your life and for the glory of God. He's going to establish his kingdom, and his kingdom has no ending, and we're a part of that story. And uh, I hope that you're waiting like I'm waiting every day, looking to the sky and going, God, I hope it's today. I hope it's today. That would be amazing if it were today, that day that you come back. So as you think about that, now I want to talk to you about why we would, we would do what we're doing here today. Why would we ask you to sacrifice? Why would we ask you to buy a coat? Why would we ask you to do any of those things? So I want to give you, we talked about the what. I want to talk to you about the why. So as Jesus comes back, it has to do with the story of Jesus coming back. As Jesus comes back, he gathers together the nations. And he divides them between the sheep and the goats. Matthew chapter 25. Divides them between the, sheeps and the sheep and the goats. And he says to the goats, uh, here's the deal. 
When I was in prison, you never came to see me. When I was sick, you never came in and visited me. When I was, and it goes through this whole list, and they said, well, when did this, all this happen? And he said, because, because you didn't do the, it to the least of these, you haven't done it unto me. And then he says to the sheep, because when I was sick and weary and when I was outcast and all the things, all the lists that are in Matthew chapter 25, because you have done that to the least of these, I want you to know that you have done it unto me. So we come to a passage in Matthew chapter 25. Let me just show it to you. This is what it says. And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of these, the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. So everything we do that ministers to the underprivileged, the under-resourced, the under-loved, whatever we do, whatever we do for them, we are doing it for Jesus. Why do we do this? Why do we ask you to sacrifice? Because the reality is, is that we want, we want to hear these words at the end of our, our life, well done, you good and faithful servant. We want, we want to have our king crown and we want to be a part of that and we want to be a part of his glory and his kingdom in this world right now. And the way that we do that isn't just by showing up at church. Did you hear me say that? The way that we do that isn't just by... We don't get a participation trophy, okay? We just don't. We do that. We, we hear those words when you and I engage with sacrifice. When we engage with learning to do without so that others can have. We do it so that others can be lifted up and exalted and us find humility in that process. That's the nature of of the Christian walk that's the humility that God requires you and I to walk with and it is the be most beautiful story in the world because in the, in the end I get to be like Jesus I get to be Jesus for people that don't know him I get to be not literally but spiritually speaking I get to be that representative of the Lord Jesus Christ on this planet right now ushering in the kingdom looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So as we wait, as we wait, we need to be busy about the kingdom of God. And the way that we can engage with that, the why of our sacrifice, the why of our sacrifice is simply because when we do it to these people, when we do it to people that can't repay us, when we do it for people that have no ability to even maybe even say thanks when we do it to, for those people we do it unto Jesus and that is so beautiful there's something just amazing about that story and uh, I'm going to tell you right now look me in the eyes sacrifice this season that's the why that is the why and as you sacrifice what you're going to see is you're going to see God show up in your life and do some amazing things you good at that? You good at that? So you have two choices. You have two choices here this morning. You can walk away and you say, Pastor Dan is crazy. And my wife thinks so too most, day, most days. And so you'd be in good company. Or you can say, that makes sense. That really is biblical. That is really the nature of what it means to follow Jesus. And then you just do something about it. You don't just be passive. You actually do something about your walk with him in serving people who can't serve themselves. And uh, I pray for each one of us. Pray for myself that I would
capture that. That really is the spirit of Christmas, isn't it? It really is the spirit of Christmas. And so I, my prayer is that we would just get it.